Yo, 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 it's your boy Tom Trunk, back at it again with another podcast for you guys. We got real talk with your boy. Look, guys, seriously, I told you guys, we're going to get DJ Dami P back on the show. And guess who is on the show tonight? We got DJ Dami P. We're going to call him in in a second here. But last time we spoke with Dom, it was real fun. Um, and it was real good catching up with him and stuff. But we, we got cut short, I think, that night. And I remember that was probably our shortest episode. So we're going to go into it. And we're gonna we're just going to try to have some fun with this one tonight. We're going to call him in. Be ready. Let's fucking go. WP! What's good, Tommy T? Dude, how's it going? Uh, it's, it's going pretty good. How are you doing? Bro, I'm I'm doing well. I'm tired as fuck. Because all I do is work now. Yeah, I've been working them long days. Absolutely, bro. So I'm tired as fuck. But you know how it is. We, we out here grinding and shit. Easton. How's school? Uh, it's going pretty good. Just, uh, you know, kind of tired with the bullshit of, uh, you know, COVID protocols. Yeah, bro. Is um, I heard you guys, like, able to leave this weekend. Yeah, first weekend we get to go home. Um, Then they're going to revisit the stuff when we get back, see if we can go to phase two. Oh, that, that's sick. So, like, when they say go home, is that, like, only for people who live in Michigan, or what's the deal there? Do you know? Uh, they, they didn't, I don't think they really, like, classified it. I think everyone's, like, allowed to go home, but, yeah. That's fucking baller, yeah, because somebody hit me up, and she was like, hey, we're allowed to go home this weekend. You mind picking me up from Tampa? <laughs> and, and she's like, I, I want to just go hang out somewhere warm for the weekend. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, but I guess." So, uh, definitely about to be interesting to see if that works out well for you guys. Oh yeah, I know. So, I actually started a petition to go into phase two like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you and didn't we, sign that bitch. Yeah, we got that bitch up to like four hundred cigs, and then uh, oh. I was supposed to meet with Damon Brown, and then he he's been dodging me, man. For real. Dude, he canceled on me like last minute. We were supposed to meet last Monday. And then he's like, oh, yeah, like my kid's sick. And I was like, okay. He's like, oh, let's reschedule for next week, which would be this week. And he's like, what days work for you? I sent him the days that work for me. And uh, he went a whole week without responding. So I had to like reach out to him again. Now we're rescheduled for next Monday again. Oh, yeah, bro. He's definitely dodging you. They're dodging. Dude, they don't want the smoke, man. I'm That's coming in with the facts. That's fucked, bro. It's funny, though, that you, like, got the petition through and, like, now they're, like, talking about... Obviously, like, their agenda's already set, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, we have zero active cases on campus. Like, what what are we waiting for? You guys have no active cases? No, yeah, we have zero right now. I just checked the dashboard and it was updated yesterday. We have zero cases on campus. Like, I don't know what we're waiting for, honestly. Yeah, I feel like, bro, at this point, like... I don't feel like a lot of, I don't know, I don't really keep up with it, but I feel like not a lot of people are getting it anymore. No. I mean, we got the vaccines rolling out. We got a yeah. a third one coming out in a couple of weeks. And, you know, and, I feel the cases are the lowest they've been since the last time we went to phase two and we didn't have the vaccines at that time. And I mean, I think we're towards we're at the, we're starting to get better. We're looking like we're coming out good. So I don't see why we're waiting. Yeah. I can see, like, wait to be safe, but at the same time, like, what you pointed out in the petition, like, definitely made sense, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, take the safe route, but at the same time, everything that you're trying to justify also made sense. It just exactly. makes sense. Like, and what also what kids are, like, pissed about is that they said that we wouldn't be able to go back home until, like, this weekend. Uh, like they first sent out the email before kids came back, and now they're changing it to we can only go back three weekends the entire semester. And so, like, kids are pissed because they didn't say that before we came back, but now that we're already here, now they bring it up and they're like, Oh, yeah, you're only allowed to go home three weeks. 
which is pretty fucked. Yeah, dude. That, bro, it, I mean, at least you're able to, like, go home without getting in trouble. True, but, yeah. I but, mean, I don't see, like... I don't see, the, like, how much action they can actually put on you, you know? Yeah. That, that I mean, just doesn't make any sense. I see their point, but at the same time, like, this is college. It's not prison. Like, yeah, we're paying right. to go here. We're not doing something wrong going here, so... You know, it just, it there honestly doesn't feel like there's a difference between the two right now, being up here. Yeah. I feel like, bro, like, and I feel like there's, like, nobody that's, like, in between both standpoints, right? Where, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you should lock down or, yeah, you should be able to have some freedom. For sure. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're either one or the other. You're not, you know, if there's nobody that, like, ever sees the middle ground, we're like, okay. Yeah, we should probably lock down, but we should also be able to do shit. Yeah, exactly. And that's why, like, I don't know, I feel like the students should have a say in the COVID policy as well. So that's, like, literally why I'm trying to meet with them. And they're, like, I don't know, just kind of blowing me off. Damn, bro, that's wild. Mm -hmm. That is fucking insane. So I really didn't know what we were going to talk about because, obviously, we do shit last minute, as always. Yep. Um, but, uh, no, I should have been, I should have planned this way earlier because I just, like, really did not work at all today. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, dude, it was, it was a fucking mess. There's, like, some crazy weather in Texas. And, oh, yeah, I heard it's, like, snowing a shit ton out there. Yeah, and our company is, like, ran out of Texas, and the issue is that they're having, like, blackouts in Texas. Oh, damn. So, like, our whole, like, software was down for today, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, like, I wasn't really able to do shit. Um, so, it was, like, honestly kind of, like, a waste of me to even go into the office and stuff today. But I did. And I was exhausted afterward for whatever reason. Even though I just sat there and really didn't do shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, fuck, where's it going? So, I actually asked a couple people what we should talk about. And, obviously, the group chat that we had, that we have, no help there. Fuck yeah, yeah, of course not. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> but they are there are two topics that came up that I haven't really talked in depth about, and that's um why join Greek life. Okay. And then somebody also wanted to hear my casino adventures. Ooh. So two pretty are some good ones. topics. Yep. Is there one that you'd rather start with? Oh, uh, we can go with the Greek life first. Perfect, bro. That's what I was thinking too. All right, sick. So kind of like, I guess like before we've already talked about our experience with Greek life. Um, mm-hmm. And like, obviously, in the the episode that we did together already, you know, I don't I think we went like kind of in depth with it and like kind of like what we learned from Greek life and kind of like the stereotypes of Greek life. But I don't think we really talked specifically about, like, why certain people join Greek life, why people don't like it. Um, So let's just kind of go over that, dude. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people join Greek life because they're trying to get – because I feel like a lot of the people who join are athletes or used to be athletes. And they're kind of realizing that, like, school is tough enough without playing a sport and playing a sport is just, like – it's pretty much like having a job, like you're so busy and some people are like, you know, they lose interest in the sport now or want to focus on school, but then Greek life comes in and it's like, you know, you still get that team atmosphere. You get to be around like the boys, but it's less work. So I think it's like a great fill in for college, especially like D3, like you're not getting scholarships to play. So there's, you kind of lose that reason to play. Yeah. And so I think it's a great fit, but I think, like coaches hate it because they see like oh like kids like join greek life and then they like quit playing a sport when i know most of the kids were like already thinking about quitting a sport and then they join greek life and there's like you know what i'd rather stick with this yeah and i know like um i mean kind of just like going off of that you know there's just like more to school than school and athletics like when you're Mm -hmm. a student athlete you know there's like there's a whole nother world out there that like you don't recognize 
And I feel like a lot of times, like, you really don't recognize that, like, your freshman year, you know? Like, yeah, you'll probably go to a frat party or whatever. But, like, you don't realize everything that you can get out of it, too. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's a big one with kind of, like, Greek life. Because, obviously, Greek life has this fucking terrible um, stereotype that it's just all parties, all fun, all the time, you know? It's just... Which, in reality, bro, it's not. Um, yeah, it teaches you, like, a lot of responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I would say, like, it's, like, 60% responsibility, 40% fun. Yeah. Um, it, It's as close to a quarter flip as possible. You know, it's, re- it's almost 50-50. Because, like, when you do want to have fun, there is a lot of work that also goes into it. Yeah, and you got to be responsible and deal with the freshman girl who's drink for the first time is absolutely wasted and you gotta deal with that yeah, the right way is, bro. but you gotta think dude it's like being in greek life is completely different than what people would usually expect at least at least like with our greek life it is mm-hmm. um i can't say the same for others but you know i know like for us a lot of it is volunteer work it's student involvement campus involvement and it's not always a social thing yeah and also like being like we only have like five fraternities on campus being a small campus which is only like three blocks long like we have to we have administration down our throats where like if you look at like a bigger campus when they're like miles off of campus the houses are like they have a lot less restrictions they don't have to worry about getting in trouble with stuff yeah you just have to be like so much careful because we always have eyes on us at like all times absolutely and especially like for our house bro we literally face the president's house yeah exactly like <laughs> he's across the street from us as like, the president of college yeah. so. and then our house is one of the houses with administrators that live with us yeah you know so like that becomes another not not necessarily an obstacle but like it kind of is you know yeah, like she literally, like Tessa literally says that she can hear like conversations we have like on our staircase. So it's like, yeah, and like kitchen <laughs> and stuff. You ain't gonna be getting away with anything. So yeah, we're really not. Um, but the the funny thing is like, you don't ever realize that until you actually do that shit. Like you go through, um, the pudging process and you learn all this shit, you know, and it's like so much more than you had ever thought you'd know. Yeah, yeah, definitely like, brings you super close to your brothers. Absolutely. And like one of the things I kind of want to talk about with Greek life is like um, how why people decide to join. Right. Because like you got to think like the people who join Greek life are honestly so diverse. Yeah. Like, typically, you would think like, OK, it's either going to it's going to be a bunch of rich white dudes or rich white chicks. Right. Yep. But like it's not. Yeah, it's really it's really not. We have like so many people from so many different places in our fraternity. And and the thing is like everybody joins for a different reason too. And yeah. like it's so crazy like how you meet somebody who literally has not like they don't want to do anything with Greek life. Like absolutely nothing. That shit is just not in their wheelhouse whatsoever. I know. It usually takes like one person to really like get on them and like keep them coming to events and then finally getting them to join and then once they join then they always love it but just it's hard getting them to even like come out to events yeah like bro like every i feel like every pudge class we take we have somebody who's just like absolutely just not interested whatsoever bro yeah like we can see that they would love it once they get in but they're just not sure they just don't realize it yeah yeah like spencer and kingsley Mm-hmm. Bro, Kingsley absolutely hated that shit. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, he kept. He would tell me all the time how he wasn't gonna join. And bro, and Kingsley is like, he. I know now, like, bro, first thing he wanted to do was move in, you know. Yeah. And now he's Moving making house, all yeah. these commitments on top of all the shit he already does, which Kingsley is an insane overachiever, bro. <laughs> and so Kingsley is like an absolute fucking bomb you know just dude's fucking awesome yeah like when you first met him and he was talking to people bro you can just like 
not even the fact that he straight up told you that he wasn't interested at all, but also the fact like you can hear it in his voice that like he did not want to do that shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like everyone was trying to get him to join. He was like, he was not about it. And like, I'll tell him, I'll be like, dude, like, don't worry about like the stereotypes and stuff. I was like, if you want to do it, just do it. Because I know at the same time, like, I was looking at rushing a different place too. Yeah, and then and then we had Spencer, right? And yeah, Spencer was pretty much just tagging along with Eli. Yep. So he would just come with Eli, so Eli wouldn't have to come alone. And we're just like. We're going to get that kid to rush. Exactly. And so, obviously, like, um, I met Eli at the beginning of the year through Devin. Okay. Which, Devin's a chick, for those who don't know. Devin's going to awesome. be my sister. I love Devin. Um, but, so, I met him through Devin, and I was talking to him, and I was like, bro, this kid's cool as fuck, you know? Like, for whatever reason, like, like I just like like the dude, you know? It's probably that Indiana charm. Yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> and I just like like the dude. So like I was telling him like I was telling Devin is like, hey, tell tell Eli to come to the house. You know, tell him the president wants him here. Mm-hmm. So that he came to the house and he dragged Spencer along. And you could tell Spencer was just like not having a good time, just chilling there doing nothing, you know? Yeah. Just hanging out. Um when we were doing all the outside events that we were doing. And then eventually, like, I did, I just, like, pulled Spencer aside and I talked to him. And then I convinced him to do it. Like, I talked to him and I couldn't get a gauge for it. Which, like, mm-hmm. you know me, like, I'm really good at reading people, right? And yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just couldn't, like, put my finger on it. And then he texted me later that night. He's like, bro, after that talk today, like, I think I have to do this shit. <laughs> you know? So and I, yeah. I was like, I was so happy, bro. And like now that he's my son and he's living in the house, I'm so excited for him. And I'm, dude, I can't wait to see all the great shit he does because I know he's about to do some fucking insanely dope stuff, you know. And he has. Oh, yeah, he's time. about to go hard. He has so much time to make a huge difference, and it's awesome, bro. I, and everybody does, you know, mm-hmm. from everybody from the whole new class and everybody from last class and everything dude like i think everybody has so much potential to do so much and like i think that's one of like the biggest things about greek life is that you are given the opportunity to become a leader and learn leadership skills um and then obviously you also have to learn how to follow you know there's you're doing both at the same time and i learned like this just like kind of like at work it's like you have to be able to lead, but also be able to follow at the same time to be successful, you know? Like, you can't yeah. just be a leader. You can't just be a follower. So, and I talked about Shriver. I talked with Shriver about that a little bit on one of the earlier episodes. But, yeah, the Greek life was just, like, totally out of the blue. I wasn't really expecting to join Greek life. I went to a shit ton of events from the, the fucking day I started at Alma, you know? Oh yeah, and I dude, I went out all the time, and then I just, I just like never expected to do it. Never really had any full ambition to commit my time to it. And then, you know, one year I was like, "Fuck it, let's go for it." And yeah, that, like, I came in, I came into college. I was like, I know I want to join the fraternity. Yeah, and then it was just kind of like you know, like which one do I really want to join? Yeah, and I feel like there's, like, no in-between, bro. It's either you don't want to or (laughs) that's, like, your goal for college. Like, one of your bucket list goals for college. Yeah, like, no one's like, I'm going to come in and, like, I'm going to go to the fraternities and see if I want to join. I'm not too sure yet. Like, everyone's, like, usually, like, I'm not doing it or I really want to do it. Yeah. Dude, I, I think it's awesome, bro. And especially, like, when we have parties and it's so fun. Dude, I know. I'm just waiting for the day we can do parties again. Bro, I can't. I'm, dude, if you think I'm not flying up for the first party at 6.03, you're wrong. The first party back, dude. I don't even. It's going to be. Oh, dude, it's going to be bad. The first It's gonna, the first party at 6.03, I'm flying up to Michigan. You're going to come pick my ass up from the airport, and it's going to be fun. I got it. It's going to be fucking insane, bro. 
Yeah, we got we got another gig with A Cub again for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, for real? So that, yep. So I think DJ Dami P is making the return for that six, one. Six, 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 dude. That's oh my god, I can't believe that's just so fun, bro. Dude, I know. <laughs> with A Cub was the best. Yeah, but now I'm also a worker this time, so yeah, you're also was, working. Got to keep it a little bit cleaner this time. Did Jen already talk to you about it? No. <laughs> Do you think you will? <laughs> uh, I think I might get a slight talking to. Absolutely. I heard, I heard uh, Tessa was, like, helping out, too. Oh, yeah. Tessa's been coming out to a lot of A-Cup stuff and helping out. Yeah, she, yeah she's been sick. She, she, was, uh, she texted me, like, a week, maybe two weeks ago and was telling me about it. Yeah. And then, well, it was funny. One night, we... uh. So we were just up. It was a Thursday night, you know, bar night at DGT. And, you know, guys drinking. We call up Sigma Kai. We're like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're drinking. We're like, so are we. Like, you guys want to have a snowball fight? We're like, yeah, dude. So we got up. Like, I think it was like 2 a.m. I ran out and, like, all I had was, like, shorts and shoes on. We start having a snowball fight with Sigma Kai. That was lit. And then the next night we're like – Dude, we should do a school-wide snowball fight. So we post on our stories, had a DGT-hosted snowball fight behind the wreck, and it basically just turned into a, a party outside the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> we brought the speaker, and yeah, we had a party in the middle of winter outside. So that was Hilarious, pretty good. That, that, that actually looked fun, though. I saw the snaps and stuff. Oh, yeah. But, Even Tessa like, came. She said it was a great time. That's hilarious, bro. It just turned into a party. <laughs> Damn. I fucking miss it, bro. I know that, like, that moment when I was like, damn, we could really throw a party outside in the middle of winter. I, that was like, that's when it hit me. I was like, dude, that first party back is going to be nutty. Yeah, it is. Bro, I'm definitely going to be there. Oh, I yeah. have to you be have to be. Bro. I'd have to fly up and go. I miss fucking Michigan, bro. You do? You miss it being fucking cold? Yeah, I, dude, I just miss it up there. Yeah. Like, almost every weekend, I, I'm just, like, thinking about flying up there and hanging out. Yeah, it's it's got its moments. The snow's good until it gets too cold, because you can do stuff like snowboarding and skiing and stuff, but... Yeah, but, bro, just, like, being up there with everybody... Yeah, true. That's, that's like, what I miss the most. But like my work, my life's also consumed by work right now, you know. So like for me, yeah. it's like I have bro, I haven't gone fishing in like almost two months. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's like a new record. Yeah, that does not happen, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. So that that's definitely one of the things that like that shit fucks, dude. That shit fucks with you, bro. You let mm-hmm. take your life over, and it's like, fuck. I, that's like you not fishing is like me not partying yeah, right? for the two months that's what I'm saying, dude. i literally wake up in the morning go to work work all fucking day long i don't even eat lunch at work usually um really yeah well because like i don't feel like leaving to go get lunch and yeah so i just work throughout my lunch and then i leave a little bit earlier um but yeah we just work all day come home eat dinner probably go play some cards or shoot some pool or something and then go to bed Mm-hmm. Do the same shit over again the next day. Dude, that, literally, it feels so repetitive right now because we've been doing the same shit for, like, four weeks. So, like, go to class, come home, see the, see the same guys, like, every day, and it's literally the same thing. And, dude, I can't imagine how it would be in the dorm right now. Like, oh my God. at least, be like, awful. literally, we have a full house. We have, like, we probably have the best you can have on campus right now, and it's still shit. So, like, I can't even imagine what the people in dorms are going through right now. Well, aren't they allowed to have, like, guests over in, like, the lobbies? In the lobbies, yeah. So, I mean, I guess. But that's, like, something which we're bringing up, too, because we're, like, we literally have common areas in the house. Like, why can't we have guests over? That just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Well, they could, like, have guests. Like, we should be able to have guests in, like, the chapter room, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, the common area. I see why not. Yeah, it's, like, it's bigger than... The regular common areas and yeah. dorm and rooms. It's not so. like, um, like you can't allow people to go upstairs. You know, like you just don't let people go upstairs. It's not that hard. Yeah, like yeah, into the rooms. Yeah, it should be the same thing as the dorms. Yeah, essentially, that's how they treated it when they opened things up. Yep. So why not? 
do at the same there right now? That'd be a good that'd be a good question to ask, like Tess and stuff. I know that's what me and because me and Zane were gonna meet with Dan Brown. That was what we were gonna bring up in the meeting and stuff. Like we had a whole list of things to talk about. Just we'll see what happens next Monday. Yeah. Hopefully you guys get that meeting together. Yeah. It works out well. But that kind of just goes to show like there's a lot more to Greek life than just fucking partying all the time. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. We have we literally have to do a lot of shit. Yeah. Especially like for if you're an IFC. Yeah, bro, how is that? Uh it's not bad. We're just like trying to get rushed together right now. But which rush events start like next week, don't they? Oh yeah, yeah. We got them starting next week, so we had to push it back a week. And I mean hopefully it'd be sick if we were in phase two for rush events, but we'll see. Yeah, like I know that's just it's trying to do um, in-person runouts again, but I think that might be a little rough, a little cold out. Yeah. Yeah, and they won't like – well, I guess they probably could do it indoors. Yeah. It'd be super limited to how many people you can have there, though. Yeah, I mean, but, an- yeah, another thing that we were, like, going to bring up, too, is, like, why is A-Cub allowed to have, like, these events and, like – they can have events that have 82 people in the hallway and we literally can't have like our own brothers in our house. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's not right. I feel, I feel like there should be some sort of compromise there for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's why we just wanted to like meet with him, just see if there's like anything we can do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like anything at all. Mm-hmm. Or, like, something to, like, at least work towards some progress forward. Yeah, yeah. Which would be fair. Um, That's crazy, bro. All right, shit. I'm just going to shoot this for a sentence. Um, I guess we can kind of go into... Uh, obviously, like, for us, this year was pretty interesting. And I know, like, for when I was there, we'll, we'll start getting into this casino talk here. Yeah, um, yeah. But when I was there, we definitely weren't supposed to go to Mount P. No, we weren't. We definitely were, we were not. Um, but I'd be lying <laughs> if I said I didn't go. I would also be lying <laughs> if I said I did not go. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so this year, uh, this year was like not a huge year for me, um, gambling wise, of course. And I mean, you know why. Yeah. Um. And also, like, my time was pretty consumed with meetings and stuff all the time. And I was taking a lot more classes than I was expecting to take, which is kind of fucked. But uh, mm. <laughs> but I didn't go that much this year. But this year was your first experience with me. Yeah, it was. So I guess I wanted yeah, to go, was, like, that was fun. How, how is that? Like, because, like, I feel like there's a lot of stories that go around about me in the casino. Well, yeah, I do, I just remember the first weekend back in the house. I remember hearing like Pollock gave you some money, and he was like, "Here, just take this to the casino and uh and went with it." And then I heard like you came back like the next morning at like five a.m. and you were up like a shit ton. And then when I went with you, we just dude, we just got rinsed. It was bad. Yeah, we did get rinsed that time, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I definitely got rinsed that time because that was probably like the weekend after I won a bunch of money the week before. Yeah, I think it was. So that that would have been like the second week of school or some shit because you didn't have much going on. I did not. I had a very simple semester last semester. And (laughs) so the whole thing with uh, Pollock's story was he gave me like, fuck, I think he gave me like, a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's what it was. He gave me a hundred bucks right before I went. And I think I hit everybody yep. up. I was like, who wants to go to the casino? Because I was trying to go. Um, but I don't yeah. like going by myself. I like playing by myself, but I don't like going by myself because the drive's boring. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I was trying to get people to go, but nobody was trying to go. And then I think you said that you would go like the week after. I was like, all right, that's fine. You know, yeah, I think I was probably already drunk or something. I didn't want to gamble drunk. Yeah, and then um, obviously, then Pollock, Pollock was like, "Yeah, dude, here, take this a hundred bucks, and um, 
do whatever you can do with it. And I probably played for like, um, I probably played for like a thousand dollars, maybe five hundred or something like that, somewhere in the house. Yeah. That night, and I came back, and I handed Pollock like three hundred fifty dollars, bro. Damn. Yeah, I remember hearing that story, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> it was fucking crazy. I think, um, whatever it was, that was that night though. I wasn't there that long. Oh, you just got up and got it was, out? Yeah, it was another night that I was there for, a, like, a pretty long time. But that night, I, I remember I wasn't there for that long, bro. It was, like, because when I came back, everybody was still awake. Okay. I remember because everybody was still awake, bro. And I came back with a shit ton of money that night. Like, I came back <laughs> with, like, I think I myself made... If Pollock made two and a half times his money, I probably came back with close to $2,000. Damn, yeah. I remember it was up there like that. And so that was definitely, definitely interesting. But um, no, dude. And then I didn't go that much like the whole semester. I don't think we went together again after we yeah. got ranked. I think we only went once. Yeah, dude. There's, we should have gone yeah. more. I, I definitely I know for more. sure. I, I fucked up there, bro. Well, yeah, I remember, like, one of my like, crazier gambling stories, not that crazy, but it was, like, we went for my brother's 18th birthday, and it was his first time, so, like, I was showing him what to do, and I was, like, I, at this point, I won, like, I went to the casino, like, three times in a row and won, like, the last three times, so I was, like, I walked in just knowing I was going to win, and I was, like, I told him, I was, like, depending on how much I win is going to decide what bottle I get you. I was like, I'm either, if I don't do good, I said, I'm going to get you a half gallon, some cheap stuff. It's like, if I do good, I'm going to get you a fifth Patron. And I ended up winning like 150 bucks. And I came in with like 40 or something like that. So I was like, all right, we're getting you a fifth Patron. <laughs> so yeah, That's so that shit, that shit was awesome. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. I, and then the only, like, I think the only like significant I didn't like win at all for like the rest of the semester. I only went like a couple more times with Maddie. Yeah. And I know like I think the first time I went with Maddie, I lost like 300 like right off the bat, bro. Dude, that's <laughs> I feel like whenever you go with like a girl, you always lose. Cuz that happened to me no, one time. Bro. The one time I went with girls, I literally lost 100 and I was like, "Fuck me." Really? I was just like pissed for the rest of the night. That's weird. Usually I do pretty well when I go with girls. Dude, I usually just get the biggest bullshit I ever see. Like, I'll I'll have a twenty, and the dealer will be like showing a six, and they'll end up getting like a twenty-one. And then I like cry. <laughs> no, dude. But uh, I remember like the first time I went with Natty, I dude, I was like fucking around, and I dude, I got wrecked for like three hundred right off the bat, and then um went in, bro. I definitely went, bro. That was. I think you went that no, not that night. You did go on a night with me, Maddie. Though it was me, you, Maddie, and some other girl, and like the other girl left her ID or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was Maddie's friend. <laughs> yeah, and we were waiting outside forever. <laughs> yeah, like what happened there? I think I made like maybe a hundred bucks that night. Uh-huh. Dude, yeah, I remember you gave me a hundred to like mess around with, and like. Yeah, I remember we lost it. <laughs> yeah, but the I remember the first time I went Maddie, bro. I lost three hundred so fast, and then I went. Um, she was playing a slot machine. I don't play slot machines. You know, I only play one slot machine. I don't play any. I hate. But it. I, dude, I went and played a slot machine, and I made back the three because she was betting like five cents. You know, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna max bet this bitch for like fifteen dollars to spend." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I went, and I went, and she was like. She was like, "Wait, I was getting pissed off because I was kind of losing there, but I only put like a hundred bucks into it, and I was playing, and then I hit it, won all my money back, went to the blackjack table, and then won some more money that night, which was super cool. But yeah, um, just like kind of going off of that, dude. I went, I went like three days in a row this past weekend, maybe, maybe oh, four really? days in a row. But yeah, how are you doing, uh, dude? I got, I lost like a hundred fifty bucks over the week, um, which okay. wasn't bad." Um. Yeah, I think it was Sunday night that I went that I lost. Yeah, like I ended up losing 150 bucks total, which isn't terrible. Um, but fucking the first night, 
the first night I went out, I think I lost like a hundred, and then I made back a hundred like the next night, and then I went to the Hard Rock, which is a pretty big casino, <laughs> okay. and I got wrecked for two hundred fifty <laughs> bucks in like five minutes. Damn. And then uh, I then I took a hundred bucks and put it into my slot machine and hit that shit back like right off the bat. And then I ended up Dude, breaking yeah. even, right? And then we went to a different place, bro. We went to the poker room, and I played poker for, like, another four hours and made $4 that night. I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, that whole time spent for 4 yeah. bucks. Yeah, most of the time, I'll walk in with, like, I'll only bring 40 with me because I'm like, all right, if I lose 40 bucks and I went and, like, I had a good time with my friends, I'm like, I'm okay with spending $40 in a night to like have a good time with my friends and then most of the time i'll usually end up like winning something yeah well like 40 bucks for me doesn't even fucking fill my tank yeah true so, <laughs> so it's like okay 40 bucks i i can't do shit with 40 bucks especially like you've seen how i bet bro yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's literally like I, i've played literally hundreds almost thousands a thousand dollar bet you know before it's like can't really can't really make money if you don't put money out there. That's the thing. You can't that make is, me that money. That is true. At least. Um yeah, like forty winning winning is cool, but only winning forty bucks isn't that cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I dude, I remember one time I was down I think I was down like sixty or some shit. I went out to the ATM and I was like dude, I lost like my first three hands, like they were twenty dollar bets. And then I was like, fuck. I was like, I went to the ATM, pulled out another twenty, and I ended up winning like ten straight hands. And I was, I end up being like up a hundred after that. But yeah, it's always hard when you're down bad right away, and you're just like, you're like, dude, do I just like cut my losses or do I try to win it back? Yeah, bro, and I think that that's the hardest part for people, bro. Uh, that's that's literally the hard, like that's like the biggest one of the biggest things you gotta overcome. I think like the biggest thing you gotta overcome when you gamble, um, like especially like for me. I learned that, like, you can't have an emotional attachment to your money. You just got to, like, know how much you're going to spend. And you have to be perfectly okay with losing that shit. You know, like, you can't. That's why I only bring what I can lose. Yeah, and you can't let that shit bring you down. Like, you just got to bring how much you can lose, you know, how much you can afford and stuff. And just be willing to lose it. Um, Which, talking about it sounds terrible because you're literally just talking about losing your money. But... At the same time, you know, like, you have to understand the the concept of it. That, like, you're literally, like, you're you're going to play and it's the odds are against you, you know. Yeah. And obviously, like, you can mitigate that as much as possible, but you can only mitigate it so much. And, mm-hmm. um, like, for me, I, I figured out many ways to lower my risk. So, like, I usually do pretty well. Um but most people don't like understand games well enough and statistics well enough to like learn that, you know? And for me, bro, it took me, I mean, I'm talking hours on end to learn how to like properly play blackjack, like, like to a T, you know? And, and it took me months on end to figure out how to come up with a system that limited my risk, but absolutely maximized my reward so like that's why like people ask me like when people ask me how i do it it's like bro like i could tell you but you're like never gonna understand it yeah i remember you showed me like that one night i remember i was pretty drunk and you're like are you gonna remember this i was like yep yeah and we practiced for like probably like 30 40 minutes yeah and which like in reality like if you remember any of it it's super simple right like you like You'd be, like, thinking, like, after I came up with the whole idea, I was, like, thinking, like, why did I not think of this before, you know? Mm-hmm. And then after that, bro, it was, like, this is insane. Like, I don't understand, like, like obviously, like, I understood how it worked, but, like, it's just weird because, like, you don't understand how you couldn't come up with it before because it's, like, it's so simple to, like, understand and know how to do the hard part about it is like coming up with it, you know, figuring out, testing, you know, trial and error, and really just like figuring out why it works. <clears throat> but, 
Yeah, and then also just like sticking to it, and then like not doing like emotional moves just because you're down. And yeah, stuff. exactly. That's the biggest part, bro. You you cannot be like you want to you want to minimize your variance as much as possible, right? It's just like anything else. Like mm-hmm. if you want consistency, you have to minimize variance. And the only way for you to do that is to stick with what you know. Um, and you got to learn that shit to a T and you got to be able to fucking execute that bitch, you know, just hand after hand, hour after hour, whatever it is, bro. Like you have to just stick to that shit no matter what's going on. And it pays off for me, bro. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I probably wouldn't just like say it on my podcast. Um, but like, I also probably wouldn't just tell anybody about it because yeah, because sure. that shit is like honestly pretty wicked powerful. I think. Yeah, last time I tried to use your method, I got rinsed though. Yeah, that's the only thing you can <laughs> you can get rinsed, but like you don't get rinsed very fast. Yeah, though. Yeah, I just got <laughs> fucked up because like when I had like after I won, then I doubled down on eleven and pulled a fucking ace and wanted to, you know, gouge my eyes. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah, but that like that's gonna happen. You follow the rules though. That's a thing. Right? Yeah. But with the rules that I give you, like, you followed them. The thing is, like, with that, in the long run, you're going to be more profitable. Even though you did lose that, like, you're going to lose some of them. You can't, you you literally cannot control it. I know, because I was like, dude, if I hit this right now, I'm about to be so lit. And then I lost, and then I saw that ace, and I was like, oh, fuck, I know what's about to happen there. And, like, what what were you playing, like, the the $5 increments? Dude, I had, so I had, like, I think I was playing like fifteen dollar bets, and then I won. So then I had like forty five out there, and then I like doubled down, so I had another forty five out there, and then lost. And I was like, "Oh no!" Okay, so you're like at my stage when I like after I realized the system worked. So you're going yep. uh, from like fifteen to forty five. I got you. Yeah, bro. Like now I go from like fifty to one fifty or a hundred to three hundred. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why, like, when you see me come back from the casino, that's why, like. The money's big, you know, because I can put because yep, yep. I can buy in for like, we'll say uh, for a thousand dollars, I can buy a thousand dollars in chips, you know, and put like, like yeah, twenty five yeah. dollar chips or whatever, play fifty dollar hands, and when I play my fifty dollar hands, it's fifty one fifty, but like I can be down like four hundred fifty dollars, play my one fifty, and then I'm back to even. Yeah, like just like that. So lit. That, that literally, yep. like, I just need to win one hand, or I technically two hands in a row, with a good double, you know, and I'm back at it, and that's it. We're restarting mm-hmm. the whole thing now. We just got to beat the odds, real quick, you know, like yep. just get lucky and beat the odds. Because the second you beat the odds and you beat them good, like, if I just if I just took myself from four fifty down to at even, that means that if I do that again one more time, I'm up. Four hundred fifty dollars, so like mm-hmm. I'm really not complaining at all. You really yeah. can't be complaining at that point, right? You just made four hundred fifty dollars. You got forty five percent return on your investment. It'd be stupid for you to think that's not a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the other thing, bro. Especially if you hit that early. Yeah, especially if you hit that early, then like you have a bunch of money you can spend, go fuck around, and then worst comes to worst, you lose your profit, and then you go do the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the yeah. thing. It gives you the power to be able to go play the fun shit. And, like, because, like, I see it, like, I don't, like, when I go to the casino, I don't see it as fun. You know, like, mm-hmm. obviously, I have fun. But, like, when I go play, I play to win. People yeah. play for entertainment. I play to win. Like, I literally, like, I come up with the system so I'm profitable. So, like, for me, it's like, okay, I'm expecting to win. So, like, when I do have the extra money, I can go blow it on other stuff and have some fun with it, you know? Yeah, that's what I love is, like, after the casino, that's when you can, like, you usually spend, like, money on shit you don't need to because, like, I don't know, you have a good time. Like, you're feeling good. You just want a shit ton of money. And then it's just, like, it's, like, you didn't really have to, like, like, you had fun winning it. So then it's, like, easy come, easy go. And you spend that shit on, like, dumb shit. (laughs) I win a couple thousand dollars one night, you know? And I'm going to buy a thousand dollar watch. You know, yeah, like, I'm in like fucking two hundred dollar. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm in college, bro. And I just went about a thousand dollar leather band watch. Like how many, like how many college kids are saying that? 
right? Yeah, for or real. like um, over the summer, over the summer, I want a few thousand, and I went and bought fucking three guns. You know, oh, like shit. I literally got back from the casino, went and got breakfast, went to my gun shop and bought AR-15 and two pistols. You know, like I I went and dropped two thousand dollars like that. Like it was nothing. I was all right, cool. Here's two thousand cash done. Yeah, I I think it's just because like it's money that you I don't know, you like had fun getting, so like Yeah, so you you don't yeah, mind spending so on you shit. You have fun with it. You get to spend you know? on shit you want. It's like yeah. I don't I mean like I save some of my gambling money, but odds are it's either going back to gambling or going into something I really don't need. Like yep. my fucking chain that I have. I don't need that shit. It's something that you're like, oh, like I got this extra money that I shouldn't have even had. Yeah. So now I get to go spend something on, like I get to go buy something that I don't really need, but I really like think yeah. cool. And then like you have just like so much cash in your wallet that like your wallet mm-hmm. doesn't even close or doesn't even fit your wallet. It's, like, <laughs> it's honestly the greatest fucking feeling in the world, bro. Like you can't, yeah, like at real. that point, you can't even tell me like, you can't even tell me you don't like money because, like, who doesn't like having enough cash in your wallet to just go to the store and buy whatever the fuck you want in the store, you know? Like, yeah. I, like if I want to walk into Walmart and buy a PS5, I can without without even thinking about it. It's like, mm, not complaining after that, after you're fucking sitting there playing on your PS5 all day. Yeah, so, <laughs> easy purchase. Yeah, absolutely. There's... And obviously, like, there's consequences to doing shit like that, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... then you... Because then when you lose, then you're like, fuck, Yeah, exactly, no. yeah, especially when you get hit for, like, two or three Gs a night, which happens to me, you know? Like, I won't lie, it happens mm-hmm. to me. I do lose a couple thousand sometimes, but... You also win yeah. a couple thousand sometimes, also, too, also so... Also, my shopping spree once a month is fucking awesome, so... <laughs> can't really Yo. complain about that. and like i don't like drink or anything you know so like for me like being able to just go do that and then spending a shit ton of money one day it, it's so fun honestly mm-hmm. so fun but dude outside of that i feel like you gotta go bro like i feel like you gotta play man like i know i want to i was literally talking like the other day i was like damn like i want to go back to the casino again but yeah the car hasn't been running too well, so don't even know if it make the make it up there. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, I know. I, you gotta you gotta take over the legend. Somebody has to. The legacy. I right, I'll do it. I'll do. It. I know, dude. Eli's a pretty big gambler too. Like he's always betting on like he bets sports. Yeah, he though. does bet sports. I don't ever bet on sports. Fuck that. Yeah, I feel like the one time I would, I'd just get fucked over because I always root for the underdogs, and so yeah, I just get. I'd get I should have bet on the fucking bucks. You should have, yeah. I don't know why I didn't. I should have, bro. I fucked up there, man, for sure. <laughs> the fucking, the odds were insane at the beginning of the season, and I was fucking telling everybody at the house that fucking bucks are gonna be unstoppable. Yeah, once I got their shit together at the end of the season, yeah. finally became Halfway a team. The season. How was that being in Tampa when they got that? Bro, the shit's insane. Did you go out to the parades? No, stuff? I was working during the the boat parade. Is that what you were talking about? No, I yeah. wasn't there. I was, yeah, like, yeah. I was working, but um, I could like see like all the boats coming out of the shipping channel there though, from my office. That's sick. Um, but bro, because we rented out a whole bar that night. Oh right? yeah, I saw yeah. that was that so looks we sick. got a whole bar, and like it was it was like just like a sh- shitty little bar, honestly, right? But like it was <laughs> fun because it was like forty guys that we knew, forty people from high school and stuff, fifty people from high school. It was super fun. Everybody's rooting for the bucks, you know, and it's like it was awesome. It was awesome. Like I've never done anything like that before, um, but I ran out of the whole bar, and like I left early. Like, I left, like, super late in the fourth quarter because, obviously, we had that shit bagged by then, you know? And yeah, yeah. I left to, like, go do other shit and whatnot. And everybody ended up leaving to go to downtown Tampa. Dude, yeah, that must have been did you nuts see, to Did go you there. see any videos of downtown Tampa from that night? I don't, I don't bro, think so, Bro, people no. were literally swinging on the streetlights, bro. 
on the <laughs> light poles and shit, just like fucking beating the fuck out of each other in the middle yeah. of the street, bro. It was so fun. Like I really wish that went over there. Like also like yeah, that didn't want to go over there, you know, because I knew like that it was about <laughs> to be insane. Bro, yeah, about to be but, a yeah, riot. they were literally just like throwing traffic cones across the fucking road and shit. It was so funny. But like all my homies were out there and they're like sending me videos and stuff. Dude, it looked so fun. But like I couldn't even like talk the next day, bro. I was at work trying to talk to people, like couldn't even fucking talk. Nobody even showed up to work that day, bro. Yeah, I, I bet that Monday dude. everybody like literally like maybe fifteen percent of the office was there. That's and it was <laughs> and it was what it was our like our peak sales week too. Like um it's like the biggest sales week of the year. People just and didn't care. Just they, were, like, they were too busy having yeah, a good time. People were like, fuck it, you know, like they're everybody was hungover, everybody's feeling like shit. I felt like shit, dude. I'm not gonna I felt like shit. I still went though. <laughs> and you know, it paid off that I went, bro, because I got like fucking four or five hundred dollars worth of free shit that day. Oh yeah, that's which was sick. awesome, you know, because that's just gonna grow my business. Um but yeah, dude. Tampa winning the Super Bowl yeah. was the most insane thing in the world, bro. Bro, Tampa got spoiled in sports this year. Won it in hockey, made it all the way, but lost in baseball. Fucking Bucks win. Even the Heat were in the fucking finals. Bro, I know they're Miami, but still. Yeah, and Florida. then um the our our local soccer team won the Tampa Bay Rowdies. They won their conference yeah. too. Of course they fucking did. <laughs> so and then Tampa's fucking the Lightning are doing insane right now. And then we got Detroit, who's like the worst in like every fucking yeah, sport right now. So that's sick. <laughs> yeah, but Danny was telling me. Danny was like saying, "Like, bro, you're so lucky that Tampa's <laughs> so lucky this year with everything." I'm like, bro, Tampa's just a better place than everywhere else. Like, like no, I cap, guess so. Bro. Tampa's fucking awesome. People bag on Tampa all the time. Tampa's fucking sick. I know they got their shit together this year and they I got know, everything. <laughs> And you can still have a good time yeah, in Florida absolutely, right now. Yeah, We can eat at restaurants, you know. <laughs> Dude, not even that. I like. I have my friend. She goes to Florida State, and I see her like fucking Rangers yeah, like every night there's... of the week. Just no one wearing a mask. Like, dude, COVID ain't even a real thing yeah, in Florida. Yeah, dude, there's like raves and shit, bro. There's like people like literally going to clubs and shit all like every weekend. Like, like it's yeah, nothing. Like, don't fucking care. It's hilarious, bro. And like you go to like, I, I bro, wish at the at the casino this weekend, absolutely packed, bro. Absolutely. Really? Packed. Oh yeah. I can imagine after the after the Super Bowl, everyone was just ready to, you know, see because the so like sports are kind of like at that off spot where like football just ends and like it's kind of like the boring parts of the seasons for everyone else because yeah. it's not playoffs yet or like not close to the end of the season because hockey just started. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, bro, I basketball shit was loops. absolutely packed, bro. Just like a fucking can of sardines, dude. There's just people <laughs> everywhere on everything. It's like, bro, like you couldn't walk five feet without like having to like tap somebody's shoulder for them to get out of your way. That's insane. I mean, I got, I bet like a bunch of people probably had money on the game too, having to yeah, win, so. And they're ready just to go gamble yeah, some more. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. It was like a DGT party in a fucking gigantic building. Like the, like the Hard Rock <laughs> is literally the casino floor is like three times the size of, um, Soaring Eagle, bro. But like, Damn, there's yeah, machines and tables insane. packed in. It's not like the Soaring Eagle has a lot of space. Like it doesn't seem yeah, like yeah. if you've been to if anybody's been to the Soaring Eagle, like it doesn't seem like there's a lot of space, right? But, like, compared to every other mm-hmm. casino I've been to, the Soaring Eagle is the most spacious casino ever. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy. I know even that Soaring Eagle, sometimes it's hard yeah. to hop on a table. Then, bro, like, and everything at the Soaring Eagle is spaced out so well where you have, like, really good walkways through everything, you know, and the machines are far enough mm-hmm. apart. And, bro, 
like at the Hard Rock, it's not like that, bro. And Hard Rock is a huge, huge building, and the casino floor is massive. So with that, dude, everything is just jammed. They make, bro. I I would guarantee you that they make like probably close to thirty million a day. That's yeah. That's fucking like insane. I, I would say they make probably about thirty million a day. In Dude, yeah, like if you own the casino, like you make oh, so yeah, much dude. fucking Absolutely, money. Absolutely, bro. And then, like, obviously, the Hard Rock's a huge corporation too. That's the other thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, they're everywhere. There's Hard Rocks everywhere. Yeah, isn't there one like Vegas? I'm yeah, there's sure. one in Vegas. We have, um, like actual casinos. We have two in Florida, two Hard Rocks in Florida. Um, but okay. then you like you can go to like all the Hard Rock cafes and stuff, you know. Yeah, I've yeah, been the exactly. one in Philly. They're, they're literally everywhere. They're in Mexico and shit, dude. They're everywhere. Hard Rock is everywhere. Hard Rock's mm-hmm. huge. They're in Asia. They're in Europe. Everywhere, bro. And, like, the Tampa one is considered small. And I'm like, I go to the one shit. in Tampa. And it, it, dude, it's... It is... Yeah, it Don't feel small. Feel small <laughs> the, like, if you were in there by yourself, bro, like, you would feel lost. The only reason why yeah. I know how to navigate through there so well is because I go, like, I mean, I guess I don't go there, like, too often, but, like, I go there enough, you know, to, like, know the layout and everything. Yeah. But they also change the layout every week. Like, they, they change the layout every oh, week, shit. you know? Um, But, yeah, dude, that shit is massive compared to the Soaring Eagles. Just, like, imagine taking the Soaring Eagles casino floor. I actually just like take all of the Soaring Eagle, drop the hotel from it, because the Hard Rock <laughs> has like a whole separate building for its hotel. But if you take the Soaring Eagle and you like made it three times its size, that that'd be like comparable to the Hard Rock. Yeah, but that's with like insane, twice as many machines and tables, and it's insane how they can just fill that bitch up, dude. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, bro. Everyone's got that retirement money down in Florida, right? Yeah, to gamble the way. But that shit's like also not cheap either, you know. It's like yeah, twenty five dollar yeah. tables. You don't get five dollar tables like you do in Michigan. Like that's yeah, not a thing sure. <laughs> at the casinos here. But um, casinos are fun, bro. They really are, yeah. Get to have a good time, when yeah, have a chance to win some money. Free shit too. Fuck yeah, yeah when dude. you're like me and you get free shit, it's the best. It stands on the best. <laughs> and the fucking Hard Rock promotions are so good, bro. I can like go get a bottle every week for free. I just gotta make that's a sick. I'm gonna roll up and then pick it up. Damn, yeah, that's awesome. Shit. I think they gave away air fryers last week. Could you imagine being like so big that you can just give away 5,000 air fryers? Yeah, dude, that's just. It's because they know there's gonna like it's a way to get more yeah, people absolutely. in the casino. Yeah, they're just gonna make more money people off are giving gonna them drive away. Half an hour to go to the casino and not play. It's as simple as that, yeah. you know. Like I mean, I worked relatively close to the casino. It took me fifteen minutes to drive there, twenty minutes to drive there. But like, I don't like I don't ever go because of, well, one, I don't drink, but like also two, like I have no need for an air fryer. Uh, but yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't ever see myself like wanting to go there if I'm planning to not play, you know. Yeah, and then, like, also, like, if you drive, like, an hour to the casino and then you just, like, get demolished in the first, like, 10 minutes, you're not just, like, it's so hard to just be, like, all right, I can't play anymore. <laughs> and that's when, like, they really start making yeah, bro, the money, bro. Yeah, making even more money off of you, more money than, like, you expected. But, dude, yeah, it's insane. I love that place. And it's such a vibe there, bro. Like, you have to come down and go with me. Dude, I for sure would. <laughs> Well, it's yeah, probably it 21, 21 there, though, right? Fuck, yeah, I just got to wait another, like, yeah, dude. six the, months. The hard rock here is a fucking vibe, bro. It's all rock music all the time. And it's just, there's just big money everywhere, bro. It's not like, you know, like, the big jackpots at the Soaring Eagle are, like, 10, 11,000 on the slot machine. Bro, yeah, yeah. like, that's a tiny jackpot at the hard rock. Yeah, that's like that's I've literally seen insane. people get handed like twenty, thirty thousand dollars in cash. Yeah, dude, that 
Oh, that'd just be so lit just to go up and, like, on your first pull, hit the jackpot for, like, yeah. 30K. Absolutely. Bro. Like, my cousin did that shit, bro. My cousin, <laughs> I lost $200 on my slot machine. He came in, put $60 in that bitch, had literally his last bet, right? His last bet hit session yep. for, like, $9,000. Dude, and that's, like, the best because, like, especially like when your friends lose a little bit then you're just like you're bro yeah bro, no, he hit me with like my money back that i lost and like a little bit of extra yeah, you yeah. know so then like i went and then i was like showing him how to play like real games you know where like you can consistently make money and we ended yeah, up yeah. walking out with like fifteen thousand dollars that day damn and then he went and bought a car like the next day Wow, dude, that's yeah, that's crazy. You walk to the casino the next yeah, day, you're exactly, buying a fucking car. Exactly, you did so bro. Good. Like that's, but like it's like so risky when you don't know what the fuck's going on. That's that. I feel yeah, like that's yeah. the biggest. Part. Everybody wants to learn how to go to the casino and make money. Like I get that question mm-hmm. all the time, bro. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like even like the good players, like they always fucking yeah. lose at some point. Like you're not gonna walk in and win every time. Like you're sometimes you're just dealt hands that you just can't fucking win with no matter what so people think i win all the time which i do win a decent amount of time but um Mm -hmm. bro it it's insane oh shit we hit an hour already bro all right damn yeah Yeah. that went that went by quick (laughs) i was just laying here talking uh so we'll wrap it up there any last minute remarks dami p uh no nah, i think i'm Hell all yeah, good baller. well you know how it is this was real talk with your boy tommy t and your boy let's go tommy baby t. deuces <laughs>